It's 4.06 p.m. of the Senior Center Commission meeting of March 16th, 2023. Uh, we start off with introductions in every meeting and we've got a couple new faces. So we're gonna start around the table, starting with Tasha. I want you to tell us your name, what you do, how long you've been on the commission and your pronouns, please. Okay. My name is Tasha Lard. I am the owner of JD Beauty Supply, amongst a few other things. <laughs> I've been on the commission for about four months. Yeah. Around about yeah. four months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make sure you guys bring the mic closer, closer to you. It's because it's recorded. And so if we have people, you know, yes, thank you. There we go. Is that better? It's yes. better. I hear much myself. better. Pronouns. In her. My name is Susan Melliker. You can call me Sue. And I am partially retired. I'm working part-time at the school district right now in the online program. And my pronouns are she and her. I am Angela McConville. I am Senior Center Commission Chair at the moment. This might change when we have our vote here in a little bit. Um, I've been on the commission since 2018, maybe? 2018? Yeah. 2019? Um, and yeah, we rode the wave of the pandemic. <laughs> Zoom and all that stuff. Um, my pronouns are she, her. I work for the city of North Liberty, special projects coordinator. I'm Lee McKnight. I've been retired. Oh, hold it down. There you go. Nice. Lee McKnight, I've been retired for 10, 13 years now. Uh, recent citizen of Iowa City, moved here about three years ago. Um, my pronoun is Lee. I'm nice. not used to that kind of thing, but oh. here I am. Iowa City. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do I identify as a male? All right. All well, right. I am Latasha Deloach. Uh, she, she, her, hers. Yes. Lovely. Queen Supreme are my pronouns and adjectives. Um, <laughs> um, and I am the Senior Center uh, Coordinator. And what was the other thing? I've been on the oh, commission yeah. since I started <laughs> as a staff member because I'm required to be here. <laughs> so five years almost. I am Kristen Crumry. I'm the Operations Assistant here at the Senior Center. My pronouns are she, her. I forgot to mention I've been on the commission for... <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes. Three minutes. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. Welcome. Thank you, everybody. We do have a member of the, in the audience today, um, so we will go to that in a couple items. So the next one is minutes of October twentieth, twenty twenty-two meeting. I think Tasha and I might have been the only people who were present. Yes. Um, so I need a motion to approve the minutes as written all right and second second and any everybody who approves the minutes say aye aye, aye. anybody opposed say nay awesome we just rolled right through that very quickly um agenda item number three public discussions for items not on the agenda this is where we invite people from the audience up to kind of bring up topics um, that are not on the agenda if it's on the agenda, wait, because we can't actually discuss things that are not on the agenda, but we can have them brought to us and logged um, 
as something we'll talk about next time. Okay, not hearing anything from the audience. Agenda item number four, Public Policy Center survey presentation and discussion. And it looks like we've got the Zoom going. Yes, so I wanted to give a little bit of background and um, information before um, I invite Tessa and Ellis to um, do their presentation. So um, they are doing a presentation um, based on some background that um, we're going into our um, interior design phase. We've already started work on exterior design as well as we're coming up on some contracting hopefully soon here for um, a couple of seasons of doing the exterior work that we know is needed for this building. We knew that that was always gonna happen regardless because the city owns this building and it is our responsibility to upkeep the building. Um, what happened was um, once we had our full presentation um, to city council about approximately how much it would cost with inflation over time if we did our platinum status, everything we want in one building, um, minus a swimming pool, because <laughs> people keep throwing a swimming pool in there. I'm like, where would it go? Um, uh, you know, our numbers were looking at around 12 million, maybe up to 15 if we stretch it out over years due to inflation. Um, with that ticket price attached to it, it came from city council to say, hey, let's make sure that with this amount of money, knowing that it's gonna have to be some things, we're gonna have to cut out the plan to kind of reduce that number. Um, are we sure that this is exactly where people want to be? Um, and so I said, okay. So they said, well, survey the community. I said, okay. <laughs> and you know, I know how attached people are to the building. So I was like, I will go forth with this. I know this will cause some stress. <laughs> Um, and so we are thankful for our partnership with um, Public Policy Center, um, being able to have their assistance in helping us to draft a survey with all of the staff's support um, and help to pull together a survey. And then we were able to utilize dollars that we had in our budget to be able to send out the survey as well as use electronic options for folks to be able to um, take the survey and get results back. So we've had the results for a little while, um, but we weren't able to present them. And of course, we have to present them here to the Senior Center Commission before we're able to send them to City Council because the Senior Center Commission is our liaison to City Council. And so um, we are have them here today, um, Ellis Cooper and Tessa Heron, to be able to um, tell us about the survey. So one of the main things about the survey was do we stay or, or do we go, but I'm not going to waste such a wonderful opportunity to work with the University of Iowa and not ask for some programming questions and some, some other information that could be helpful. Um, one thing that I also want to um, stress is I, as a researcher myself, I am not just looking at the yeses of if we stay, but I'm looking at the reasons why people are saying no. Because if there are things that we can do to help encourage them, that helps us go back to our vision, which is to keep people socially involved and to end social isolation. So um, they're going to kind of show both sides of that, which I just want people to keep in mind that this is going to assist us with how we serve people better. So anytime we're doing a survey, it's always looking at, okay, this is great that people are loving this, but the things that they're not, what can we do to make that better and address that? So um, Tessa, did you want me to add anything else um, uh, before you guys start? 
You know, um, I don't, you know, our understanding of this um, survey collection effort was just to uh, gather as much community stakeholder yep. information as possible. And I don't know if you wanted to mention anything about how public input sessions were all. Oh, sure, sure, sure. A, a piece of that. But, sure. Uh, we're just, just one piece of a, of a much larger multi-pronged plan. Yes, yeah, so uh, this is also, I mean, this, this survey results that they're giving is just a piece of what we have done to get to this point in our renovation. So we, we did some before, um, some other surveys, and they actually helped us with another survey even before this, right before the pandemic, um, and just gathering information in the community about how the senior center can go. So we've done public input sessions where people have come here happy and unhappy <laughs> have voiced their opinions and we've gathered that information typed up notes and included that also um, here um, in some of the these results right am i am i right about that okay and um and you know and then also some people some of the uh places where the survey was obviously here at the building online and we mailed quite a bit do you remember how many we mailed kristen Okay, not off the top of my head, but we mailed a couple thousand. I'll just put it that way because we wanted to get as much feedback as possible. So, no, this is just not a few people. This was, and we had a huge response. And, you know, scientifically, you know, anything over 10% back, and we had way over 10%, I believe, that came back to support. Um, and thankful for all of our students and everybody who, by hand, put... <laughs> put the surveys into the system so that we can have an electronic analysis as well as, uh, you know, individuals looking at these results. So um, I think that was about it. I'm trying to think, am I missing any parts of this? I know we tried to cover as much ground as we could to get input from folks um, to make sure that when we came up with a, a, a answer, I'll say that in quotations, um, that, you know, we were able to gather as much information as possible. So. All right, well, I'm going to turn it over to you all um, to talk about the survey, and I can hop in at any time if you want me to give um, additional information. And do you all want people to wait to the end to ask questions, or do you all want it to be um, throughout? I don't have a preference. We do have time at the end for questions. I have a slide, so if you um, would okay. like to interrupt or interject, just turn off your mic and we can, we can chat and clarify and all that. But yeah, I'm Ellis Cooper. I am a research assistant and I have been graced with this opportunity, honestly, to start my job and work with the senior center and start doing a survey. And I'm really invested in research. So this has been a really great opportunity for me to work with Tessa, who's my supervisor, and also the community. So thank you all. So we have our investment survey results to share with you. And first, <clears throat> excuse me. The first thing we're going to go over is our key findings. So we've got the purpose here, um, as stated by a collaboration between the University of Iowa and the Iowa City Senior Center, is to involve community members as stakeholders. Latasha um, summarized this all very well. And so some of our key findings are that respondents are highly engaged in the future of the Senior Center. Um, we did have a bunch of responses. Um, we had a bunch of qualitative uh, data, so write-in answers, those text box where people really answered with their whole heart into sharing um, how much this means to them, how much they would like things to improve, 
So we got a lot of great response, which is great. Um, they are very satisfied with the center's central location, the majority, um, and across groups. Um, and the downtown location is valuable, you know, close to amenities. Um, additionally, the aligned with the senior center's equity values um, was demographic data that we collected to inform targeted programs and outreach. So demographic data such as your age, um, your gender, your sexual orientation, where you live, your income. So all of this can help us better understand what kind of programs and outreach can help fill the gaps in services right now. So some of those underserved groups, which aligns quite well with um, the Senior Center's mission, which we'll bring up in just one second. And then our last key finding is that responses respondents reported positive experiences um, a bunch with the center's history and diversity and easy access to nearby amenities. So mentioning the library, going out to eat with friends and having all of that um, accessible. Um, so this was listed on the mail survey that the mission of the senior center is to enhance the quality of life by creating opportunities to support wellness and social connections and everything you see here. Um, and I just feel it should be noted that the center really did well in this mission by including demographic data so that we could better understand the community. Um, so due to the inclusivity of the survey, the disaggregated data in groups can be used to increase access and engagement amongst more groups. So respondents under 60 and employed showed an average interest in extending the hours of the center. So that's one example, and we'll get into that. Um, so our, our demographic data for the survey respondents is here. All of the gold is the majority. So we've got age, race, employment, gender orientation, whether or not the respondent owns a home, cares for a child, cares for a dependent adult, is an Iowa City resident or not, and what their income is. And after talking with um, the center staff, uh, it was stated that this data is representative of the current constituents that go to the center, which was good. And we've got an interesting find here is that the income categories have the least amount of variance in them. So we've got 33 and 67. Um, so that's the closest half-half data that we have in any of the categories there. And so we did have a question that asked if the center should stay or move. This was to gather opinions about um, what the community had to say. And about 73% of the respondents said that they wanted the center to stay in the current location. And then 27% wanted to move. And we do have the breakdown because of that demographic data on the next slide here. So you can see across groups, the average was 73 of folks who did want the center to stay. And then the gold, we have male, LGBTQA, under 50K, less than 60. If you're caring for a child or if you're an Iowa City resident, those folks rated it higher. There was more of them that um, wanted to stay than the average. Then coming up next, we have the move group differences. So 27% of respondents wants, want to move. And we can see 
uh, 47% here, non-Iowa City residents would like to move, which makes sense. Uh, maybe room for some satellite locations like we've heard talked about in some of those public input sessions. I was able to attend one of those and uh, it was very informative of the community opinions and kind of how this is all rolling out. So we also have non-white female, those who identify as heterosexual, employed, independent adult caregivers. So this could really help to inform different programmings and outreach, knowing that the folks who do want to move are higher in certain categories than others. We also had a question about, you know, if you want the center to move, where would you like it to move? So we had 55% of respondents say they'd like to move to the east side, 35 of respondents who wanted to move wanted to move west, and then 11% wanted to move elsewhere in Iowa City in, in a different building. And something about this question is we didn't have any specific locations noted. So that was probably some feedback we got was, you know, I don't know where we'd move, so I don't know if I can make a decision. Um, so over here, we have a map to the understanding. Oops. The understanding of the area can be a little bit confusing, too. There's not even an east on this map. Um, but this would be a great piece of information and data to support outreach programs and satellite positions elsewhere you know, east side, 55% would really um, would really like that. So this is great data to support that. And then we had some qualitative data. So we had at the end of the survey, a box that respondents could explain why they feel that the center should stay or move. And so the major themes that we coded were stay, move, something that was not applicable to the question or undecided. So things like, I'm not really sure. I wish I knew what kind of location and just general questions as I think this process um, has a lot of unknowns. So we're just going to go over a couple key quotes that could help inform um, <clears throat> future programming and future changes at the center. So there were general suggestions by the respondents, such as more programs at other locations, getting a university intern or volunteer who could work on projects, which I believe you are already doing, which is so great. Um, looking at some of the best practices at various other senior centers around the country. This quote here supports data about wanting more hours outside of the nine to five, specifically for access to exercise equipment. And it says here, it's a great reuse of this solid historic building, which was just a very popular general theme throughout um, the qualitative responses from survey respondents. And then another quote, just talking about renovation, opening up the space. So there's a lot of um, qualitative data to support some of that renovation that Latasha was talking about, both inside and outside. We doing all right so far? Awesome, I'm seeing some head nods, awesome. Now we have some qualitative data for the move category. So folks who said that they'd prefer the senior center to move gave their uh, qualitative opinions, such as um, up-to-date amenities, a larger kitchen, a social room, accessibility, things listed there that could even um, help to inform the current state of the senior center and some of those changes that you can make in the current building and or 
satellite other locations. Another um, respondent said parking in a one floor building, one floor building, which has implications for accessibility. So checking in about that as renovations continue. Um, mobility issues again with accessibility, and then parking, which uh, we can get into later if that's in, if that's of interest to you today. So these are our qualitative results, just kind of a brief overview. And then we've got our satisfaction with the current location results. This was um, not a qualitative. This was a scale from one to five. Please rate your satisfaction with Iowa City Senior Center's downtown location. So overall satisfaction, the somewhat satisfied to very satisfied, had about 84% of respondents say they were satisfied and about 16 were not when adding up these last two dissatisfaction categories. So that's really great, getting a lot of satisfaction there, maybe a little higher and somewhat satisfied, which could be um, implications for some room for improvement. And then satisfaction across group differences. So highlighted in gold are the groups um, that more of those reported high satisfaction with the location. So non-white, male, LGBTQA, under 50K, kind of similar, finding a pattern here of certain groups reporting higher than others when talking about location and other um, amenities. And then we've got the value of the downtown location here. About 86% found this to be valuable. Um, the downtown locations, close proximity to uh, the amenities. So like we talked about the library, um, the university, all of the going out to eat, and then 15% found it not valuable. Potentially those folks aren't getting there. They don't have transportation. Maybe they're only available after hours, things like this to consider with all the data that you've been given. And then disaggregated across the groups, <clears throat> we can see that male LGBTQA employed and less than 60 are showing higher than average responses for the value of the downtown location being close to um, all of the amenities. Any questions so far? Great, and we did prepare, um, we do have some questions about amenities and transportation and physical amenities. And we can go through those now and we can also leave that for another time internal discussion between the senior center staff. So you can just totally let us let us know. I think seeing, oh, I think seeing all of the qualitative data like in a spreadsheet would be really interesting because I'm sure there's some, you pulled some common themes out of there, but you know, that's what I do when I see data. I do like feedback that's yeah, I, th I mean, we have that. We have that. We can get that to commissioners. It's a it's a nice, lengthy, <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. nice long <laughs> amount of comments that we can definitely um, send. So yeah, People but those things we have, we have some ahead. of those. Um, I can right here. There's some more historic significance <laughs> for the stay category. So folks just talking about it being a beautiful space and supporting that long history, maybe that's 
renovating some of the historical elements of the building. We also have central location was coded. A lot of people wanted to just emphasize the fact that this is central for them and maybe for their friends or for their family. Um, maybe not for all, right? Maybe those folks who wanna to move to the east side, they wouldn't consider it central. Um, so these are just things to think about moving forward. And then I have a couple more coded here just because they are so interesting. There's so much rich data here. We had direction specific suggestions for moving like the edge of downtown, the west side, the east side. Um, this comment here I found particularly informative. Um, oops, be helpful if it stayed on the screen. All right. Um, increased participation by certain groups that we saw maybe we're rating the place higher, we're rating the center higher and like wanting to be engaged, but maybe the transportation's a barrier, maybe there's some um, more programming that would be more applicable. The East Side also um, mentions businesses and services, so maybe expanding the community out more to support um, just a wide variety of folks. We also had location-specific suggestions with regards to moving, specifically riverfront crossings, Iowa City Marketplace, um, talking about a Coralville Senior Center. Yeah, so there's a lot here. Um, and yes, uh, the Senior Center staff has all access to this data as well. I thought the dependent adult caregiver data was interesting that they would want it to go elsewhere just knowing that, that, you know, just the mobility part of getting downtown and getting your partner with people, you know, aging in place longer here with as many supports as we have, mm -hmm. people stay with their spouse in their own home and, you know, reaching those people and getting them down here is, is a little bit more mm -hmm. struggle than us kind of expanding out and kind of mm -hmm. doing the satellite thing. but. Lots to think about, right? Sometimes it's nice to just sit in the silence and think about all the data that we've yeah, attempted to digest. Oh, there's my uh, messy desktop. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was intimate. Oh, anyways. I just want to thank the Senior Center again for all of their attentiveness and helping make this happen. And um, for all the folks that responded to the survey, your input's important and valued. Awesome. Thank you. What's next? Uh, Alice, do you know uh, what the percentage was of people out of what we sent out versus what we got? You know, I can't remember. I don't. No. Okay. I don't no believe worries. you. I don't believe you did a mailing, right? We did do a yeah. We did do a mailing. It was URL and data and and mailing. Yeah, I was just wondering, you know, like the, the percentage of return, but, you know, um, 800 is still a huge return regardless. So, and I know we sent less than 8,000, so we're over 10% for sure. So it's definitely significant information here that we can use. I'm still using some of the information from the previous survey you all did before too. So um, that's been informing us on programming and, you know, 
the small changes we've made here in the building and, and et cetera. So, okay. Well, you all have any questions for them? I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so you got to push the button. Are oh, you green? It's on. It's on. It's on. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Move your mic down. There we um, go. So of the, when you mailed out the surveys, did, was it a mail back survey or was it go to a URL and fill out the survey? Okay. You could do both. You could do both. So it said in the in there, you can go to this or you can mail it back. And people did both. And we inputted a ton. They were coming back in waves. So <laughs> we inputted by hand students and staff. Uh, we, we put a lot into um, the system manually so that they can be kind of pulled together. Did it include a self-addressed stamped envelope? Yes. Good. Okay. Yes. Because that's important. Yeah, we didn't. Otherwise we didn't want any hindrances. We, we we made sure that that was accessible <laughs> as well as people okay. could fill Thank them out you. here at the building, um, and some other places. I think it might have been a library or some other places where we had them, where people could leave them there, pick them up, or um, obviously people could use the URL, and we would place that on our social media. We sent it out through um, the city's communications, so it went to all residents that were connected to the city, as well as it was on their um, social media as well. So um, we pushed it out frequently to as many people as we could. Um, I have another question. You know, regarding the satellite location that people, some people wanted, um, and I should know this just from getting your emails, but are you still doing Zoom classes and programming? Absolutely, no. we, we definitely are still, um, we have an official hybrid classroom where people can be in person as well as okay. Zoom that class, but we also have classes that are specifically only Zoom and then we have some that are only in person. Okay. Um, as for satellite locations, we have a satellite location on the east side for Mercer Park, so um, to provide some services as well as we have a satellite location out in North Liberty where we provide some, some programming out there as well as some services. So we're currently working and hoping to get a partnership with Coralville, but we have been doing some of this practice for a couple of years now. Um, so that's, you know, that's not new to us that, you know, we kind of have a spoke, hub and spoke kind of perspective of how we provide services because we do recognize that people can't, everyone can't get down here for a variety of reasons, so. Did the Coralville end up rehiring the senior coordinator I don't position? Don't think so. Yeah, so that position was one of the ones that were let go during the pandemic um, in Coralville. Well, and we were working we with were them. working with the person. Yeah. So. And then, yeah. So, so when they have changes, you know, so we're trying to, you know, provide those services. We provide ship quite a bit for senior health insurance in multiple locations, but we're trying to look at what else we can offer because. My staff hasn't increased. <laughs> the work has, but the staff has not increased. Um, and, you know, as well as what people ask you for, you know, afternoon, you know, evening and weekend hours, well, somebody has to be here. Right. Tell the public how many staff people you have. Oh, I only have three full-time staff, and I have four part-time staff, so... Um, and you asked for a full-time, yes, was I have, it this cycle, this current yeah, I, I, year? Yeah, every cycle it, so. I will be requesting additional staff. If, so for if you want more things out here in the evening, <laughs> go write your letters to the mayor yes, and the city please, council saying, you know, free. they need more staff people here so that we can expand services. So yeah. it's a budgeting thing for sure. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it would be lovely to have folks here. Um, I have... 
you know, ask specifically to even if it's contracted, having people who can just be here for evenings and weekends so that we can be able to um, have those hours. I would love for people to use the, the, the building. Why not? Sitting here, you know, but we need, there's safety concerns, there's, you know, all kinds of different things we have to consider and liabilities that we have to consider if we're just, if there's no staff here and we just open the building, then it's not going to work. <laughs> you know, who's going to troubleshoot, so. All right, any other questions? What are next steps with this, Latasha? You're gonna bring it to city council? So I think the hope is that now that we've had this presentation, do we need to do a vote for that? No, I'm going to submit a memo from you all of, um, and use uh, some of the executive summary and just send it over to them. I'm, I'm assuming they might not want a presentation because they just really wanted a yes or no. And oh we've God. already kind of sent along some preliminary to say yes, so everybody can kind of, you know, <laughs> calm, calm, the, calm, quell some of the fires. And so I, my hope is just to send like a one-page memo over and with their executive summary and say this is where we ended up. But here's more opportunities for us to invest in senior center services. And here's some other opportunities where people who are saying no and why that we might want to consider um, for future budgeting years. And I know it's a tight budget year with everything that's going on in the state. So I, I'm not going to rock the boat too, too much. But, um, you know, we, we all are feeling the pull of the budget. But um, just, you know, putting it out there that if we could get a little bit of help with staff, then we can we can share those services a little bit. Cause we, I mean, majority of the senior center runs by volunteers, literally majority of the senior center runs by volunteers and we're mostly here as support, but. Um, I mean, using that qualitative data to maybe come up with some punch list items, some low hanging fruit things you can yep. do right away with yep. your relationship with North Liberty or Mercer, Yep. you know, there's always little things, pro, pro, a little bit of progress, still progress, so. True. Uh, you, know. you know, we're trying to do little things along the way that we can that, you know, like I said, just put it in the budget, you know, small things where there's a new couch or it's a new, you know, painting or, you know, not a new painting. I mean, like actual painting, not any new paintings. We're not purchasing any paintings. <laughs> I want to be really clear about that. Um, if so, they're probably home goods. Okay. Like we're not spending, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying that we're buying them probably major print. Um, and so to just kind of keep the building beautified and comfortable and welcoming environment is some of the things we're doing. So, And using some of this data is going to be really helpful for us for next steps. And so it's really going to be moving this on to city council, getting their nod as we continue to go forth with the renovations. Um, we're moving into the design phase, hopefully soon on the interior. Um, to start um, looking at the things that we want to change on the inside of the building. And that's going to be a process because we're talking four floors versus outside. It's like this wall, that wall, or that wall <laughs> um, versus the interior. Each floor has its own thing, and it has those other parts of the building that are just unseen um, behind the walls kind of thing that we have to deal with that are necessary. So. Oh, I have a question. Um, there was this, I mean, before the pandemic, mm -hmm. the city put out some a video of the changes that were going to take place to the senior center. Mm -hmm. And it had the whole, you know. So what happened to that? So those were concepts. So that was actually under a different architectural firm. That There's a whole during story the, behind yeah, that. Oh, that during the pandemic, they 
closed, unfortunately. Oh. So we had to go through a whole process of mm -hmm. rebidding and you know how some firms are, they're not gonna just take the word of another firm that's no longer around. So then we had to start all over. That's why it's been taking so okay. long right. for I us I think to, you mentioned that last time, yeah. Yeah, okay. but I just wanted to be clear on that. Yeah. that you know, it's not us just being, you know, it's really like, okay, and so, Yes, there was a video and they did a public presentation and all this stuff is still on our website. Uh, we, we haven't taken it down so people can kind of see the progress along the way. Um, but there were some learnings obviously that we learned from the first firm down to the, our current firm that did the master plan. And one thing that's really important for public consumption is that, um, that these are plans. So uh, we haven't got into the design phase. Once you get into the design phase, that's a different phase where we're looking more detailed about how to take the plan and to make it work. You know, the plan is this is what we think we can do. Design is this is what you can do. Construction is, oh yeah, while we in here, you can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do this. You got the architectural estimate, yes. and it's just an estimate. And then you have the bids come in, yes. and you see, oh, it's going to cost that much more. Yeah, and so. you have to split everything up into phases. So, like, the exterior was the first phase, so we had to do that first. So we stuck a bunch of money in this fiscal year's budget, mm -hmm. which was planned a whole year and a half ago. And then now we're planning for next fiscal year, mm -hmm. which starts July. And then we'll have to think about the take these changes... You know, like there's all these steps that it's it's, it's lots it's of pieces. It's lots of moving pieces. Lots of moving pieces. But lots of be accountable to the public. Time. The it takes so. time. Every and that's step what, is time consuming. <laughs> and it will continue to take time, right? Because when we start getting over a certain dollar amount, there's certain bids we have to do. There's public notifications we have to do. We have, you know, so it is. It's gone. This is a couple years process. Just like anybody who's been through the schools and their updates or any of these other updates that have happened, they know that these things take time. When we can move ahead faster, we will. But when we can't, then we have to go forth. So, Exterior okay. like a danger thing. Yes. Like so let's let, let um, Ellis and Tessa go. Unless, uh, Do we have any comments questions? from the public? Comments and questions? You're good? Okay. That's what I made. Wanted None? To make sure she was okay. Okay. Well, we are going to thank you all so, so y'all know deep 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 appreciation for just pulling this helping us pull us together and helping us be able to come up with a very direct answer to our question so that we can report back and we will definitely reach out to you all soon about last you know the last couple pieces of this but thank you so 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 much um, in helping us be able to address this and the other information we're able to garner to be able to help us with future programming and you know some of the aesthetic things that we can do here in the building. So, sure thing. We love, thank we you. We love to see uh, we love to see the government, uh, city, otherwise um, incorporating so much feedback and using so much evidence to make decisions. So we're happy yeah. to help in that way. And yes, I just, thank you. I also just wanted to uh, point out there's a ton of additional slides that we did not include in the presentation. They're in the PowerPoint, but they weren't like necessarily presented. If you're looking for more information about other questions we asked, additional qualitative results, it's all in that PowerPoint for your uh, perusing at your leisure. Okay. And we can get that out to you all if you want to go through those. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye.
All right, no decisions had to be made on that agenda item. So we'll move on to agenda item number five, operational overview. And we went through the master plan stuff. Right. So, so. I'm like, programming <laughs> updates, Natasha. Program update. Well, you know, we, we're still doing our two months um, out with our, um, our program guide, and they're going really, really, really well. And I'm just so excited about a lot of the new partnerships. And we've got a pen pal program that's starting up. And um, there's a partnership with Boys and Girls Club we're excited about. Um, and the different, that's why I love having students so many times because they have connections to things that we might not always have connections to. So that's coming up. Um, we are going to be looking forward to reaching out to you all as commissioners. We have uh, two events coming up, one in May and one in June, and I can't tell you the date right off the top of my head right now. But we are having our, last year we did something different and we had a donor appreciation that was it was also a volunteer appreciation and a member appreciation. It was the one out of Terry Trueblood. And it was lovely. Oh People God. loved that it. It was a good turnout. It was a great turnout. And it was 101 degrees outside. Wow. I could not believe it. <laughs> but people were there and they loved it. And so we're like, okay, well, we'll do this again. People loved it. And so um, it was a great opportunity to kind of bring everybody together that's been supporting and that's been a part. So we're going to do that in May because we thought maybe it would be less hot. <laughs> but, you know, it's May in Iowa, so it could be either cold or hot. So we don't know. Um, but we're hoping to do that. And then in June, we have, we're going to do another open house. So we did an open house a couple years ago. And the seniors, it was like over 400 people. It was lovely. We were able to do kind of mini classes of what people would be able to be involved in, from ukulele to yoga and different things. And people, people just loved perusing through the building. I'm going to use that word. Thanks, Tessa. <laughs> but um, just kind of walking through and just seeing the different things and some people didn't realize we had the two art galleries, one down here and one upstairs. And so um, people really enjoyed that and music and different things. And so we'll do that one in June and we'll get dates to you all. We would love for you all to be there and to be visible. Will we have name tags? I mean, we can, I mean, our printers are amazing around here. <laughs> we will get you name tags so that people, um, we would love for you all to be a part, whether that's to just, you know, help as welcome greeters at the door or whatever it is. So uh, we'll get, we'll follow up with you all about that, but um, that's coming up. So that's really excited. So we're kind of in the <coughs> midst of doing some of the planning there. Um, do we have a welcome breakfast coming anytime soon? So a welcome breakfast is, um, we'll, we'll just, I'll discuss that more with Kristen in a little bit here, but um, when we do a welcome breakfast, it's always great when commissioners can come to that. It's just kind of like when we get like a, a large group of people who are new members, we'll kind of send out something saying, come in and they can get a tour as well as they are able to meet, you know, folks who are here, you know, part of that process. So we'll try to get another one of those going because I always love having little events because the quiche is always so delicious, that part yes. too. <laughs> um, and so we'll have some of that going on. But for the most part, a lot of it, some of at least my individual attention has been on, you know, getting these larger construction pieces going, but programming's going great. We have a, a Walk With Ease program that's starting out in North Liberty, um, where we, we got folks signed up there, so excited about that. We also are working with the University of Iowa College of Nursing, and they are going to be providing some nutrition classes, like how to do some nutrition, um, because as we're working towards um, you know, looking at renovating the kitchen and turning it into a, a classroom, a nutrition classroom slash all the different 
cool food things that we can do here. Um, uh, bringing in our, our medical folks to kind of help us with some of those questions that people have. I think there's one class specifically on diabetic eating, um, one on heart healthy foods, um, you know, how to make healthy snacks for different medical conditions. So those are different things that, you know, when you go into the doctor and they give you the dietitian, you know, you're there like 20 minutes. They're like, a, yeah, eat an apple the size of your fist. I'm like, my fist or your fist? Because <laughs> those are two different apples. Um, and so... Um, you know, just being able to, you know, have some time for folks to be able to ask additional questions and have that support here, I think will be so great with our with our wellness angle that we have with our mission and um, just looking forward to serving the community in that capacity. So those are just some small highlights. Um, obviously, we have much more <laughs> going on in, in, in our program guide. So check that out. It's online as well as you can grab one here at the building. And it might be at a couple other locations. Usually it's down at City Hall and I think over at the public library. So, um, But it is online, so people can definitely check it out there. Um, as for the master plan, yes, we are definitely in the process of, uh, we know that it's going to take about two seasons to get the exterior project of the building done. And it's going to be a little crazy over here. So we're going to ask people in advance, please pardon our progress. Okay. <laughs> because we also know that there's some construction going to be happening across the way and around the corner. So downtown is going to be interesting for a couple of years with some of the construction but when it's done it will be lovely so um yeah I think that's about it any questions about that anything in particular all right no new staff all the same staff really great students this year working hard and um you know always open to more volunteers so if any of you all want to come and teach a class or something or anybody in the public let us know Reach out to us, and we'll try to make it happen. So. Awesome. Um, all right, I'm going to move on then to okay. commission discussion. Uh, senior Center Master Plan discussion. We've already basically talked about it with Latasha, so let's move on for a nomination for Chair, Vice Chair, and Secretary for this year, calendar year. So starting January through December, we need someone to serve, or three people to serve in those three spots. So... I have prepared a paper ballot. Get a pen out. If you don't have a pen, maybe we'll find a pen. He has a pen. He's ready. Um, Lee is ready. So I have a script for this because, you know, Robert's rules of order, I'm bad at. Um, the next business is the nomination election of officers to the executive committee as described in the commission bylaws emailed to you this week. Officer terms run one calendar year. The nominating committee is comprised of persons whose terms expired in December, which was Jeannie and Paula. They were unable to meet and satisfy this requirement. So, as always, nomina nominations are accepted from any commission member from the floor, so we're going to just go that route since we don't have any nominations from the nominating committee. I have passed out the ballots you will see in front of you. There are three spaces on your ballot per office. If we need, if we all get, you know, nominate our, everybody, you can write the name underneath. <laughs> Sorry, I only put three spots. Um, oh, I guess maybe. Anyways. Uh, 
For candidates nominated from the floor, we'll go one by one. Write the name on a line under the office for which the person is nominated. Members must put an X by the name of the candidate they want for a particular office when it's time to vote. Are there any questions concerning how to mark your ballot? All right, you guys are probably expert voters. It's Iowa City. Second is nominations. Uh, since we do not have a report from the nominating committee, I will take nominations for each office from the floor. After nominations, we will vote. Okay, so the first is chairperson, and I will read the duties of the chairperson. The chairperson shall, when present, preside at all meetings, call special meetings, appoint special committees, and in general, perform all duties incident to those of the presiding officer. Are there any nominations for chairperson? And yes, you can nominate yourself. We have Tasha, Susan, Angela, and Lee here. Anybody want to nominate yourself for chairperson? I've served as chairperson for three years. I would love to off-board that to someone else, but I will do it again if I have to. I nominate you. <laughs> That's usually how it happens. Does anybody else want to do this job here that I've been doing today? It's pretty fun. You just keep the, move, the meeting moving, approve the agenda. You hang out with Kristen a little bit? All right, I will, I will accept the nomination. Just put my name. Okay, now we're going to move down to, okay, are there any nominations? Uh, no additional nominations. Nominations are closed for chairperson. Okay, vice chairperson. The vice chairperson shall perform all functions of the chairperson in the event the chairperson is absent. That's your only duties. Are there any nominations for vice chairperson? Who wants to, who wants to be this? I nominate Tasha. Do you, do you accept the nomination or no? No? Oh, gosh. <laughs> they don't sign me to laugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this, we do this every year. It's, it's entertaining. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lee, do you want to be vice chair? No? Susan? Not really. Okay. Well, I feel like I need to know more about the commission before. I mean, this is like my second meeting, so. We have one person who's absent. Uh, they're not here to accept the nomination, I guess. What I will say is, is that Angela is very faithful and she rarely ever misses a meeting. The vice chair, all they have to do is just run the meeting. And I'm here and have ran 7,000 and I will assist you <laughs> in, in, in that job. It really is more of a placeholder just in case the chair doesn't show up and they basically welcome everybody to the meeting and move us through the agenda and that's it. And city council will be very disappointed if we don't have our officers, right? I think it's bylaws we have to have people in place. Yes, so if anyone is willing to be a standby. I mean, we could do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> that's in Robert's rules of order, right? That's the last. It's the no. last Robert rule of order. It fell off the it's, page. It's when order has fallen <laughs> off of the cliff. If you have had any running meeting previous, you know, abilities, if, you, if you've run a meeting before, even Girl Scouts, we will, we will take kids. Boy if, Scouts. If you know how to use Linux, 
You are prime. I'm, to I mean, my goodness. I'll do. I'll do vice chair. Okay. okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, we still have to vote, so, but yes. we have a name on the ballot. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Put Dasha on that. Okay. Are there any additional nominations for vice chair? Hearing none, nominations are closed for vice chair. The next one is secretary. The secretary shall review the draft minutes of all commission meetings prior to distribution and ensure they are distributed. Kristen writes all the minutes. She'll just send it to you. Make sure you just check for uh, grammatical errors and send it back. That's all you do. Is, are there any nominations for secretary? I'll do that. Susan. Lee, do you want to you want to do it, Lee? You want to battle for secretary? No, I'm okay. okay, you already have jobs. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, hearing no additional nominations are closed for secretary. Please take a moment to vote. Are there any questions concerning how to mark your ballot? Probably not, but put an X where you would like to vote and then hand them to Kristen. She will count and announce the winners. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all. Um, very excited. I know it's really like there was one year where we where we battled for vice, but that was long. The polls are closed. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. And Kristen will count the ballots. We will recess while the ballots are counted. I'm sorry, it's so official. It's this is being recorded. I'm, yeah. Um, All right. Will you announce the winners, Very exciting. <laughs> so, Angela, you'll be the chairperson for the following year. Tasha, you will be the vice chair. And Susan, you will be the secretary. Yay. It was unanimous on all fronts. <laughs> winners. Yay. Winners, everybody. Good job. Winners immediately take office through December 2023. So we will do this again in January of next year. So hopefully this year when we have the terms that expired because we have people who filled partial terms, those people will meet and then they'll talk about people to nominate for January and then we'll decide in January if the weather is good and we actually meet. So this year it's been a struggle <laughs> to get through this part, but thank you for being here and for doing that. And I will just keep going with this meeting because I'm still chair. Uh, the next item on the agenda is Commissioner's Report of Community Correspondence. So this is where, uh, so we are conduits for this group, each of us individually in the community and at the Senior Center. So we listen to what people, we kind of ask what people think of the Senior Center. We're, we are stewards of this group and this building and the efforts here. So this is the agenda item where we bring things that we've heard in the community and we bring them here to announce them to the group. We can't, like I said before with the public discussion thing, we can't actually discuss the things that we bring to the group here. We can talk um, about, you can announce something and then we can put it on next month's agenda to discuss um, so that we can maybe get feedback or bring in speakers. Um, that's happened from this agenda item. So if you have anything you'd like to announce, an event coming up, also you are welcome to do that at this time. Oh. I'm cast in uh, Follies at Iowa City Community Theater. Um, we just started 
you know, doing rehearsals in the Iowa City Community Theater building. So, um, yeah, that's been fun. Where's that, that is at the Johnson County Fairgrounds. And actually, the plan was they were going to actually demolish the, the barn this next year. But I think the lease has been renewed for one more year. Okay. So Follies is actually a musical about the closing of a theater. And so it's going to be kind of a fun swan song. <laughs> like the last show in the theater and the theater is coming down. But we're going to be there another year. And I sing I'm Still Here, which is the best song in the whole show, I'd like to say. Um, Carlotta is my character, Carlotta, but yeah. And Latasha has mentioned it before, but this North Liberty Community Center is kind of one of the satellite locations. Yeah. We've done, it's been what, four years of kind of sharing ideas and um, we started implementing some of the easier things that you guys were, and the more popular things you were doing out, out here at the North Liberty Senior Center, so always people are welcome to explore that. Uh, we have a newsletter that goes out with all of our events as well. Anyway, so if there's nothing else to announce, we'll close that agenda item and move to future agenda items. Does anybody have anything they'd like to talk about next month? No. This is awesome. Okay, next agenda item is the, to adjourn. I don't, we don't need to vote to adjourn. We just say it's adjourned at 5.02, and I kept it to an hour. I'm scaled. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.